1: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
2: The Vikings were supposed to lose to the 49ers, right? Well, not so much. Also, the Diamondbacks aren't dead yet, and Victor Wembenyama has no time for tanking. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
1: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: Last week, the San Francisco 49ers fell to a Cleveland Browns team with a backup quarterback, and it was it was just a one-game aberration. They're still the best team in the NFL. Well, they might still be when it's all said and done the best team in the NFL, but it's now two in a row, a 22 to 17 shocker on Monday night to the Minnesota Vikings. Brian Peacock from Locked On 49ers joins me now, and Brian, this this 49ers team looks like a different one than the one that we saw the first five weeks of the season. So, what has changed?
3: Well, look. First of all, there are powers that are stronger than you and I involved in a game like this. There are powers <laughs> stronger than uh, the 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 state of Minnesota and the state of California combined, and that's the powers of true love and lost love between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. Mm. And I think this had to happen. So there'd still be that thought in the back of everyone's mind when Kirk Cousins is a free agent this offseason that maybe it's not Brock Purdy. Maybe it is actually Kirk Cousins that is the guy for Kyle Shanahan. And this almost had to happen to keep that dream alive.
2: I thought you were going to say Kim Kardashian because Nick Bosa was one of the uh, poster boys for their new uh, whatever product line that they're launching, and so that's where I thought you were going with that. I hope um, not
3: I mean, I hope we don't have pop stars in the booth and and famous people outside of the league
2: that no, yeah. the NFL would never do that. The NFL well, would never do I that. You're deflecting, Brian matters. because um <laughs> this team does not seem like it is playing with the same sort of intensity right now, and on on some level, I get it. um this is a team who's a lot a lot of these players have been through it. They know that they're gonna, their season is ultimately defined by what happens in January. But is there something you can point to why this offense in particular, which looked unstoppable through the first month and a half of the season, can't consistently move the ball right now? You know, I the only thing, they're missing Debo Samuel
3: and Trent Williams in this game. So potentially that messes with Kyle Shanahan because Debo's been such an impactful part of the 49ers offense. And even when he's not putting up huge numbers, he's somebody that the defense has to deal with. And he's somebody that can turn a small pass into a big pass. Uh, And and Trent Williams allows you to do whatever you need on the offensive line because you can help out anybody else. You can run behind him. The, the, The most undefeated play this season when Trent Williams is healthy is motioning George Kittle over to the left side off of Trent Williams' hip and running Christian McCaffrey off the left side. I mean, they've got uh, a f- satchel full of 20-yard-plus runs by Christian McCaffrey just running off the left side because they've got better dudes than you do up front. And I, I think that's where the 49ers lost this game. Uh, we're going to talk, you know, it, it, a lot of focus on the quarterbacks, and it should be, and, and Brock threw a couple interceptions that shouldn't happen, and Kirk Cousins was awesome in this game. But up front, the 49ers didn't win enough against the really good tackles and uh, the the... The the front for the really on both sides of the ball. The front for the Minnesota Vikings did a good job beating the Forty Nine ers' strength, which is their their line. And and I know you're missing Trent Williams, but the defensive line should have won more often than they did in this game.
2: the The Vikings punted one time. Four hundred fifty two yards of offense against this Forty Nine ers' defense. That without Justin Jefferson, that seems impossible. Now I know the Jordan Addison play. Like if you haven't seen it, go find the video. You have an interception dead to rights, and and Jordan Addison snatches it. Like that, that's a fluky play. Yeah. There there were not 380 other yards of fluky plays in this one.
3: No, it was it wasn't a fluke game. The the Vikings beat the 49ers here. And you could look at a bunch of, you can look at the the first drive after the Charvarius, which was weird. I think the Charvarius ward interception should have been. Maybe uh, a catch by, by Jordan Addison. He took it away from Jordan Addison. And then Jordan Addison takes one away from Travarius Ward later, makes it even, makes an even better play because uh, he was a, they were able to score. And the 49ers weren't because Christian McCaffrey fumbled on that first drive. So that could have changed the game entirely. And that was enough points right there for the 49ers to, to close the gap against the Vikings. So um, both games were winnable for the 49ers, but both weeks Back-to-back, the 49ers have gotten beat by opponents that they thought going in they should have beat, that I thought going in they should have beaten. So the 49ers need to go back to the drawing board and uh, need to get back to basics, need to start tackling better, need to have better run fits, uh, and need to start getting after the other team's quarterback and making them uncomfortable and and doing what they did the first five weeks of the season. Maybe we were right when we were trying to nitpick the 49ers a few weeks ago and said maybe they're peaking early. Maybe they did peak early. The 49ers' best this season might have come in week five.
2: Stay up to date all year on the San Francisco 49ers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On 49ers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Diamondbacks forced game seven in Philly. Before we get to how they did it, the Rangers are World Series bound. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You can get in on the action with the NLCS. Arizona and Philadelphia, both high-scoring potential, but FanDuel doesn't see a ton of runs in this one. The Diamondbacks and Phillies total Eight and a half. You can also combine different prop bets within a game to get an even bigger payout. FanDuel's same game parlays are a great way to enhance your sports watching experience. So visit fanduel.com slash lockdown and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. In one of the weirdest playoff series you
2: will ever see, the home team lost every game and the Texas Rangers defeated the Houston Astros.
4: The Rangers are going to the World Series. They beat the Holy Snot out of the Houston Astros on their turf. I can't believe what I just saw. Offensive onslaught, the El Bombi greatness, the Corey Seager greatness, the Monty on short rest greatness, the bullpen not blowing it. This is everything you dream for in sports. What a moment to be here to witness it, to see the greatness of this game. Oh my goodness gracious, I still can't believe. I just thought this is maybe the greatest baseball game I will ever see. Time. rangers fans
2: just out here, The NFL has suspended Denver Broncos safety Kareem Jackson for four games for repeated violations of unnecessary roughness rules i don't know what the nfl wants
0: defensive players to do today and this just isn't about kareem jackson you look at how defensive players
4: are being penalized and fined for everything that you can think of minimal contact big contact and all of a sudden the the transition it feels like this league is moving towards the nffl the national flag football league we've seen the product on the field on sundays not just in denver games all around the NFL, prime time action, where the game is littered with flags. I'm tired of it. The game that I think you and I grew up watching, watching guys like Brian Dawkins, John Lynch, Troy Palamalu,
2: Ed Reed, Bob Sanders, almost did capitate people on the field. That game is dead. I have been saying for a long time, the league has to start ejecting and suspending these players. The fines are not enough. They have to miss games and affect their team. They have to protect each other better. Period. It's too important. Brain health is too important. Luke Musgrave, Kareem Jackson hit in this game, got his second concussion in a month. It's just too important to not have harsher penalties for guys when they are committing senseless, senseless big-time dangerous hits. The NFL is asking injury report compliance questions to the Atlanta Falcons about when they knew rookie running back Bijan Robinson wasn't physically well and why it wasn't reported, according to the league policy. This in a new report. It is standard practice for the league to question teams about a player if he's not included on the weekly injury report and then is either unavailable for the game or plays far less than what would typically occur. Violations have previously been met with fines. Robinson did not enter Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until two minutes remained in the first quarter. Coach Arthur Smith told Fox at halftime that Robinson wasn't feeling well. Milwaukee Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo has agreed on a three-year, $186 million contract extension. There is a player option for 2027, 2028 as well. The deal commits Anadokumbo to the franchise through the duration of guard Damian Lillard's contract. This also ends the possibility of him entering free agency in 2025. Giannis is one of three players in history with an MVP, a Finals MVP, and a Defensive Player of the Year award. Only Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon have also accomplished it. Safe to say he's a fan of the Dame trade. And Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green will not play in the Warriors' season opener against the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday night. Green is recovering from a left ankle sprain suffered during a pickup game three days before training camp began. He began light on-court work a week ago, starting three-on-three work Friday, and was elevated to five-on-five on on Sunday. This is just the second time in Green's 12 years in the NBA he'll miss opening night. The last time was in the 2020-2021 opener, which he missed because of right foot soreness
1: is another story you need to know in the NLCS
2: in a tough off with the Philadelphia Phillies in Philly it was always going to be a tough order for the Arizona Diamondbacks well Bell answered a 5-1 win they got to Nola early and just held on for dear life in one of the most hostile places to play in all of baseball Miller Thomas from locked on Diamondbacks joins me now and Miller this this is a, a, a squad right now. They got to Aaron Nola early. He'd only allowed two earned in the postseason. He gives up four earned in this one. And this team just keeps seeming to come through just when you think, okay, the magic has to run out. They're like, oop, I got, I got, I got this little pouch with some magic left. Cool.
4: Yeah, the fairy dust hasn't uh, disappeared yet <laughs> from the Arizona Diamondbacks, and everyone has already written this team off, and I just don't understand why, Peter, with what they showed you in the wild card round, with the sweep of the 90-plus win brew crew, and what they did to their big brother L.A. Dodgers, mm. everyone said after the D-backs went down 2-0, the series was over. I said, hold on. Let's wait. Let's get this series back to Arizona before we say anything. D-backs, of course, went down 3-2 to back to Philly. Everyone, again, said the series was over. Jeff Passon was tweeting out after their Game 5 loss. Series is over. Philly's going to the World Series. What did the D-backs do? Once again, the answer backs responded. The pitching matchup was huge in this game because, like you said, Aaron Nola has been dominant. The D-backs have yet to get to a starter early against the Phillies. And for once, their offense did that today. You had 10 hits from that D-backs offense. Everyone except from uh, except for Christian Walker, who started in the lineup, got a hit today. And then for the D-backs, Merrill Kelly, who was pretty good in his first start against the Phillies, of course, made three mistakes that led to three big solo shots for the Phillies offense. But today, shut down one earned run, eight strikeouts, attack those Phillies hitters. And most importantly, Kyle Schwarber, no hits. Bryce Harper, no hits. Almost a perfect game
2: from this D backs both offensively and from a pitching perspective. And every year when a team makes a run like this, especially a surprise run, there's always one player that, that stands up and goes, I'm here and I'm doing something really special. That has been Quetel Marte for the Diamondbacks in this postseason. He was spectacular in this one. Two hits, had the RBI triple. He has just taken his game to another level right now. What are you, what are you seeing from him right now?
4: Yeah, I don't know if we talk about Ketel Marte enough as a postseason superstar because he's now played 15 career postseason games. He has over 15 hits in those situations. Like, this guy has been a postseason stud, entered this game with a career... Uh, 383 batting average in the playoffs, over a thousand wow. OPS. Those numbers are only going to go up after this game. Ketel Marte has been the engine for the D backs at the top of the lineup because let's face it, a guy like Corbin Carroll, who was really good those first two rounds of the postseason, has gone cold in the NLCS. And so has Christian Walker, a guy who's been a big thumper for them in that cleanup spot all season. He just hasn't gone going really this entire postseason. And it's been Ketel Marte and either leading off from that number two hole that's consistently come through time and time again. He was the one that delivered the big walk-off win in game three uh, against this Philadelphia Phillies team. So Ketel Marte, I won the best deals in Major League Baseball, got the extension, kind of like the face of the franchise post Paul Goldschmidt, where the D-backs were kind of searching for identity. Keto Marte has emerged as a leader in Arizona. He's one of the best bats in Major League Baseball. And probably after Jose Altuve, you could probably say he's the best second baseman in Major League Baseball. So
2: game seven in Philadelphia on Tuesday night. Handicap this one for me. Ranger Suarez on the bump for the Phils. Not going to be an easy matchup. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you need to see from the Diamondbacks? Well, if we get a repeat of last time, let's just
4: keep Brandon Fott out there as long as possible because Brandon Fott was the dude in the last game against the Phillies. If you remember, he pitched into the sixth inning. He had a shutout going. He had like nine strikes. It was quite literally like one of the best postseason starts we've ever seen from a rookie or like any major leaguer for that period um, or, or, or ever. So for the D-backs, if Brandon Fott's dealing, once again, keep Fott out there. You're going to want your offense to get to Brandon Suarez early, but Outside of what we saw today against NOLA, the offense hasn't really been able to do that. So I just want to see the D-backs keep it close. You're going to be in Citizen Bank ballpark. That atmosphere is going to be insane. Like you said, it might be the most hostile environment. Maybe not just in Major League Baseball. Maybe in sports, period. I mean, Citizen Bank park is insane. So you just got to stay focused. And remember, do what got you here. Just play stress-free D-backs baseball. Most importantly, have fun. Everything is really on the line for the Phillies. They're facing more pressure than the D-backs. They're the big payroll team. They're the team trying to get to their second World Series. The D-backs, of course, want to get to the World Series, but if you had to do the pressure rankings in that game, it definitely falls more on the Phillies in front of their home fan base. So go out there, play stress-free baseball,
2: play your brand of D-backs baseball, and just leave it all out there on the line. Stay up to date on the Arizona Diamondbacks by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Diamondbacks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: The Spurs won the lottery and got a generational talent in Victor Wembenyama. One of the times when winning the lottery is more literal than it usually would otherwise be. Whether you believe it, The Spurs will be trying to win because of him as Locked On Spurs host Jeff Garcia tells our Locked On NBA hosts. Same thing with the Spurs. I
0: I think been there, done that. You know, they got the big prize. They got Wemby. Let's move forward now and get this team, this franchise back to the top of the mountain. So although I don't think they're going to be purposely, you know, manipulating games and sending people out as we saw last year. I think they're really going to try to put their best foot forward uh, with the Wemby era set to begin in just a few short weeks and really put him in a position where he sees this team being winners not losers uh, ahead of the draft lottery he made it very clear to French media that he doesn't understand tanking he doesn't believe in it so I think what Wimby wants Wimby's going to get and if Wimby wants this team to be winners they're going to push forward and try not to be a tanking team and try to get into a play-in and then uh, obviously playoffs and you know back to the good old Spurs glory day so no I I think the Spurs are going to try to avoid being tankers this upcoming season.
2: The thing with Wenminyama is if the preseason is to be believed, if the international play is to be believed, if the scouts in the NBA are to be believed, and this is a generational type prospect, then Victor Weminyama is just going to be too good for them to tank, at least for them to tank effectively, unless he just doesn't play, unless he just gets hurt. He is the clear favorite to win rookie of the year, according to our friends at FanDuel. Clear. And he has the potential to be an all-time great rookie because he has the potential to be an all-time great player. Usually rookies are not highly impactful players. When Minyama looks like he can break the mold, it's just going to be hard for them to be bad if he is as good as he looks. And finally, Connor Stallions, the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of the NCAA's sign-stealing probe, purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games over the past three years at 11 different Big Ten schools. This cheating scandal, and I'm putting cheating in heavy scare quotes, brought on the Wolverines is looking more and more like a well-organized scheme than a haphazard venture by a wayward assistant. A report says there is a significant paper trail for this. The NCAA is reportedly going to receive video evidence linking illegal scouting techniques to tickets purchased by Stallions. I, I just don't care. I really, 100,000 people are at these games. If he's, they're on TV. You can see the signs half the time on TV. This is really what we're going to do. This is really what we're going to spend our time on. Ridiculous. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today. Who will be in the World Series? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.